Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to I Don't Get It, the pop culture get off my lawn cast, featuring the curmudgeonly yet open-minded musings of two guys in their early 40s as they stare down the prospect of their entertainment irrelevance. I am your co-host. My name is Noah Tarno. I'm the producer and senior quiz master of The Big Quiz Thing, the trivia game show spectacular. And with me as ever, my lovely, lovely co-host from American Caesar Enterprises, Mr. Bill Scurry. Greetings, Mr. Bill. Good to see you, Noah, after a summer vacation. We're yes. We're ready, ready to get into it. We took a few weeks off. We are, like our last episode, we are doing this in person. I am still on the East Coast before I head back to the West Coast, and the show becomes bi-coastal again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, as always, we pick a topic that the youngins are into and talk about it and explore it. And uh, this, uh, this episode, we're going with something that... Uh, not just youngins in their 20s, but actual kids are into. We are looking at the hottest fad among preteen schoolgirls in mid-2017, slime. Slime, people. Slime. slime. Slime creatures from not outer space. Slime. So apparently this is a really big thing right now. It's crafty. It's science-y. Uh, young girls, and apparently almost exclusively girls. You don't see too many boys are into it are into this new crafty trend of combining uh, regular household products and craft products, usually glue, uh, borax, some kind of uh, activator, uh, and things like beads and food coloring, uh, glitter, etc., and make uh, various different consistencies, colors, styles of slimy goop that they play with. They idly uh, mush with their hands while they do other stuff. And it's become a huge fad. Uh, the Elmer's Glue Company is seeing their sales spike massively. Uh, Elmer's, a company that's been around probably since the primordial ooze was still cooling on the earth, uh, has, what's what's the stat we saw? What are their, their sales have gone up uh, 25% in the first quarter. Since of, the Paleozoic age. Yeah, since yeah. the Paleozoic age. Year over year, er, epoch over epoch. epoch. Millennium over millennium. <laughs> Glue is selling out like crazy. The company that makes 20 Mule Team Borax has seen their sales spike. There are a huge variety of Instagram accounts uh, with hundreds of thousands of followers where these young girls uh, display their various slime creations. And a great article in the Wall Street Journal a few months ago uh, by my old college friend, Ellen Byron, about uh, several particular young girls who not only are making slime at home, but selling it to their classmates. Um, I first learned about this bill when uh, a few months ago I was doing, my company was doing, uh, we do sometimes quiz shows for bar bat mitzvahs, and we did one for a girl having her bat mitzvah. And I sent a questionnaire to her parents, like, tell me about the kid, what's she into, what's she like? And, and the mom's like, she loves slime and slime websites. And I'm like, what the hell is that? It's a huge fad, uh, tons of videos online, people making slime. Uh, crossover with an earlier episode, there are ASMR videos of people making and fiddling with slime. Uh, I watched a video of a guy making a giant rope of slime in his toilet. That was intriguing. Ew. Yeah, well, whatever. Hey, you know, they say the toilet water's cleaner than uh, your mouth. That's, it tastes better, I'll it tell you that. Better, yeah, definitely. If you're a dog. And, and yeah, Bill, Bill and I just made some slime here in his apartment. Yeah, we're living this. We're, we're living the experience. We're living this. Uh, we made the slime and made some dirty jokes about the slime. <laughs> uh, so, Bill, what do you think of the slime trend? This is weird. I mean, the only reason I know about the slime is because of ASMR, right? Because I, I really love the, 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 the cult phenomenon of ASMR. And then it started to appear as a trigger uh, where people would be going through the ritual of making slime and then it was the handling of slime. And it's not my favorite version of ASMR. It's not the thing that particularly gets the, uh, the, the electric tingles down my spine, but that's where I started seeing it. 
it's completely. I, look, I don't commune with children as much as I do this podcast. Bill, Bill hates children. I do hate. I hates children. He says he hates children. And then I, I don't commune commune with them, so I don't see what they're into, even if I'm in the same room with our friends' kids. Uh, and so I, I don't know if some of the eight, nine, ten, eleven year olds that were around are even into this. This I had to look at online to see mm-hmm. what the uh, digital landscape was. And yeah, like Noah says, I think something like eighty percent of all Instagram accounts are strictly slime yeah, based. Yeah, at least eighty percent. Eighty percent are Instagram, and twenty percent are everything uh, else. The alt right. Society. Yeah, it's the alt right. Yeah. yeah, the alt right. Alt right's twenty, slime eighty. And then yeah, that's like suicide Instagram girls po- pitching yeah. their things on the other side. So Instagram is filled with it. Uh, I mean, YouTube is loaded with it. It's yes. like not just the ASMR, obviously, but the idea yes. that the intermingling of social media, YouTube, things like that. I think it gets to why it's popular. But you know, I don't. I don't we don't need to jump to that just right now. The slime is reminiscent of some of the kitschy '80s toys that we had. Right. You know, He-Man had a slime pit as part of the Masters of the Universe line, and people, you know, you would get a uh, one of those little like a silly putty egg full of slime, or yeah. even silly putty, silly which putty. I guess is a proto. There was slime. a product actually called Slime, made by Mattel uh, in the late '80s, and you get it, yeah. or late '70s rather, or maybe early '80s, and you get it in some kind of little plastic container. Yeah. Do you remember? You know what else I think of? Do you remember a case of worms? Uh, they were like wacky wall walkers. You know, those things you throw against the wall and yeah, they yeah, stick, yeah. but then yeah. they pull off easily. Well, I mean, it's, I don't personally find it fun, but I mean, this is something that, it's just an object that's an inert object. Uh, you know, it starts out as not an inert object. You know, you, you wind up making this thing if that's your if that's your bag. Much like with the fidget spinner, Amazon has, you know, pages and pages and pages and pages of this stuff for sale. You know, there's, yeah. there's commercially made slime. Yes, there is. Which is a whole big enterprise. But I, but I think we're, you know, I, I think it's more interesting and more useful for us to just barely even talk about that. I mean, I yeah, think the no, craze is more about the, making, the homemade slime thing. Homemade fabrication. And this, yeah. this Wall Street Journal article kind of surprised me because it's like, well, people, kids buying slime from other kids, like, isn't the whole point that you make the slime? Like, yeah. I, I wouldn't want, you know, if I'm gonna buy something, I'll buy a product at a store. Like, I thought the whole point was making it and having your own. And, and, and even via Instagram and, and other places, showing off your own. Look what I made, it turned purple. It's got these little beads in it or whatever. The idea, even when we just made it now, I am not a big fan of measuring. I'm not a big fan of putting ingredients in a bowl. <laughs> I, I prefer to have things fully formed, placed in front of me, created by somebody else. I'm just not, I'm just not uh, don't get any kind of endorphins out of cooking my own food right. or baking or anything like that. And this, this has some- you're not, a, you're not a crafty mixer person. No, right? there's, there's an element of kitchen chemistry to this. And uh, I mean, I think that's cool. It's not my mm-hmm. thing. It's cool. Like in order to make the slime to go through the, the the hand experience, the pantomime ritual of making the slime, we needed to go to the store and mix these things and sort of measure out and watch it happen in real time. And I, I'm not tre- tremendously endorphined by that process, but I sort of see this is probably what people are getting out of it. They're they're getting the experience of watching the slime become real in front of them because of something they did. There is part part of this. Uh, the slime, which is a clue as to why it's popular, is because there's a there's a craft angle to it. Right. People are into it. But personally, I did get anything out of it. I just find slime to be what it is. It's a blob of inoffensive, glue-smelling stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think it hints at a larger trend. I mean, right. it, it's a it's a totem for a lot of other things. But the slime is in and of itself. Uh, I think this is great. This gives me Bill's touching the slime we made right now. Uh, this this gives me a little a, a jolt of renewed hope in the next generation. They're making, kids are making something instead of buying something. They're making yeah, sure. something instead of staring at their phone. Uh, they're experimenting. They're being creative. 
there's a sciencey element, there's a crafty element. These are all good things. There's a definitely, I mean, we talked about earlier fidget spinners and fidget toys and how, you know, it might be bullshit, but there's like, oh, a meditative, it helps you concentrate. After we made it, um, you know, we were just idly standing there talking and I couldn't stop playing with it, mushing it in my hands. And a lot of beneficial things about this. And it's a fad and I don't see these kids being into it for much longer, but why not? It's a better fad than buying some more plastic piece of garbage at the store that ends up in a landfill where you're just feeding money into a, a giant corporation. I mean, whatever company makes Elmer's glue, they're not conquering the world. So I'd rather they have a spike in sales than, I don't know, you know. Monsanto. Monsanto or, or McDonald's Dow or Chemical. Facebook yeah, or whatever. Sure. You know, this is a creative, fun, imaginative thing. I, I made slime earlier, wasn't quite as successful, with my, uh, my niece, Paulina, six years old. And I especially was excited about doing it with her because she, um, she's very much into science. She's a real science-y kid. She's fascinated with science, reads books about science, watches old episodes of Bill Nye the Science Guy. So she's very predisposed to any kind of experiment. And she really loved it. She, even though it didn't come out really well, she had a very good time and thought it was really cool. So I was excited to kind of share that with her and, and, and glad we finally got to do it. Uh, yeah, don't see anything wrong with it either. It's just, it's just so kind of thumbs like... Thumbs up for me. I do get it. Yeah, I, I, and I'm neutral about it. It's just, it's just more stuff. Um, but I, it's not stuff you buy. It's stuff you make. Yeah, that's no, true. Isn't and that better than stuff you buy? It is, but I was never a maker. I was never a, a fabricator. But like, when people complain about more stuff, it's like, like that's my complaint about Halloween. Like people are just buy you know, garbage plastic bought in Taiwan that they throw away the next week. We are so happy to be with the internet's reigning slime queen. You are a legend to my daughter. Yes, and, and mine. Well. Karina Garcia, everybody. She is the YouTube superstar who's helped make slime one of the hottest trends of the year. Great, right? She's gonna show us all her slime secrets, but first take a look at her story. Why is it popular? Why do people, are, why is slime having this moment right now? Uh, you know what? I don't know. Um, there could be, it's ideal for the social media era in that you could show off the variations. It's very easy to see. It's very easy to, um, I don't know. But, but then again, a lot of it is tactile, which doesn't really work with um, Instagram or YouTube or something like yeah, that. But by that. By that same token, the people who make their own kimchi, you know, you need to be in front of it. You need to smell it and taste it in order right. to know. Yet people make it and they put it up on Instagram. Yes. Well, they Cooking do that. is the same thing. They do that with all kinds of food. Yeah. All kinds yeah. of food. I'm just using So yeah. I don't know. I mean, it could just be, you know, random. That's the way the cards fell. You know, one kid made a cool slime and that kid had a sticky Instagram account and then the next kid did and the next kid did and the next kid did. And of course, we're in the era when fads spread so fast. I mean, one of the things in one of these articles we read said how, you know, people share techniques for making slime. And because of the era we live in, these techniques are spread incredibly fast. Yeah, I think there's something to everything you just said. It's, it's, there's a self-expression angle, certainly. Yes. Endless customization to yep. what everyone does with their own slime, just simply based on experimentation, whether they go out and add shaving cream foam, food coloring, right. um, different hand dyes, lotion, hand lotion, lotion, if they add a sense to it, if they add pieces of styrofoam or right. small beads, you, you can change the tactile, uh, visible, that kind of thing. Um, all that stuff becomes uh, uh, eminently customizable. Is there anything to be said, and these articles kind of get at it, the companies that have benefited the most from this have been smart about capitalizing on it. There's, you know, Elmer's really is like, oh wow, you know, the first time 
we're a hot company in you know 80 years. I don't know since 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 uh, since uh, popsicle stick houses were first became big. <laughs> I and, remember that it was huge. And now you know their website's got slime recipes yeah, all sure. over it. And then there's a point here about uh, Michaels, the craft stores. It says here Michaels has begun dedicating prime shelf space to slime supplies such as glue, sequins, and paints. You know there's something to be said for for companies have have capitalized on it. Yeah, More power sense. to them. That's that's the way business should work. Yeah. Hey, supply, we're gonna. You know, we're going to meet it with demand. And, and you hear many a story about companies that, that drop the ball. They're not able to capitalize on a fad and someone swoops in. It's the, it's the Facebook Friendster story. In addition to the idea of self-expression, though, I think going back, to, I mean, going back to Elmer's even, there's something democratic about the ingredients. I almost feel like every single component of this is yeah. available to everybody in the country. Yes. If you're within driving distance of a supermarket right. or a craft store. You can get store, borax, yeah. You can get, right. It's, a it, giant it's, box. This is a very humble thing where it doesn't require heat. Yep. It doesn't, re it just requires, I mean. A bowl the, and a stick. And, the chemicals yeah. have been, a, I mean, one of the things, if you Google slime, I think the first three or so pages wind up turning. Google slime, sorry, Google it's slime, crazy. yeah. The, uh, that's the new web. That's the new uh, app from Google, Google, Google Slime. Slime. <laughs> yeah, the 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 chemical burns have become um, started to become an issue because people are using detergents, which have a oh, natural yeah. natural sure, natural borax component. But um, I think borax in large enough quantities is actually uh, does cause burns. So there right. are some kids probably not smart to let small children play alone with chemicals. But these are fairly inert. But fair, yeah, you can fa get fairly harmless. You know, you could trust the 10, 11, 12-year-old to do That's it alone. It. You're in there. And, and, you know, even if you're a parent, you don't, you don't need to keep that careful an eye. They're not using a Bunsen burner or something like Yeah, no heat. Right, yeah. you don't so need to bake anything. It, it's, a, it's, a it's a pretty safe chemistry experiment. There is the exhibition angle, which yeah, totally. I don't think that slime exists in a vacuum. If you don't, if you don't, if no one sees the slime you make, you didn't make it, and so I think slime just winds up being a thing that is um, almost like secondary to the cult online, where it is the latest or the, the the most recent thing in the array of things you're showing to the world via but, Instagram. But how much better than showing off your new pair of shoes? How much better than showing off your Supreme t-shirt? Sure. You know, all the crap that takes no effort other than being a brand slave no or wasting money. I mean, these kids, you know what? If you're eight, nine, 10 years old and you made something cool, that's something worth patting a kid on the back for. What if social media was first slime and then fanned out hundreds and, and then Supreme t-shirts? What if we said, the Instagram feeds and the periscopes are were used first for for a crafty exhibition of things like slime, and later perverted rather than the other way. Well, around. maybe they were. I mean, if you go back to the primordial ooze of the internet, it was nerds talking about Star Trek. Well, not even Star Trek, but like of oh, Deep Space Nine and uh, Babylon Five. Yes, That's sorry, Babylon mean. Five. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but like you know, uh, computery programming yeah. stuff. I mean, it, wreck arts slime. Yeah, that stuff always starts with the more creative people, and even Star Trek. You know, like, look, most nerds who talk about Star Trek talk about Star Trek in a pretty creative, thoughtful way. Yeah, I'm not even a Trekkie, but I will, I will, I will defend that. We're talking about like Instagram. The, the, so you're talking about social media, the Web 6.0 version. Yeah, of I don't know. Media. I don't know. I mean, I I don't know who were the early adopters of that crap of Instagram. I mean, I I still barely use. If we're Instagram, living in so. a dick pic world. 
And what, you're, what you're doing is... That was the original line in the Madonna song. But <laughs> and changed. if you're sending pictures of slimes and videos of slimes instead, yeah. I feel like uh, we definitely know which one came first. The dick pic was first. And the, the depiction of slimes and, and that kind of stuff came second. And so I think that it, it is in some ways reclaiming the reputation of, um, of online a little bit. You're making it a little, yeah. a little more wholesome and it seems yeah. a little more nutritive. Creative, and it, man. It's and creativity. I, and I assume it has less to do with competition and more to do with the fact that there's like a team effort from kids who are uh, showing their iteration, yeah. their variance. Uh, I'll say it before I say it again. Thank fucking God the internet barely existed when I was a kid because I would have been even more demented and sick in the head if that had been the case. So this slime is super easy to make and let me tell you, it is amazing. So we're gonna need four ounces of clear glue. You can obviously use white glue. Now we're gonna add some acrylic paint, y'all. Let me tell y'all, I ain't even exaggerating. This is one of the coolest slimes I've made. It smells so delicious. Well, not yet, but it's gonna smell so good, guys. Now it's time to add some baking soda. We're gonna add half a teaspoon of this. If you were, let's say, Bill, you were 11, 12 years old right now, would you have any interest in it? I take it your answer is no. You know, slime was there to some degree when we were a yeah, kid. But, but not it was, making no, it. No, not I like this. I don't remember ever hearing about that. You know, I'm just reminded of Shrinky Dinks. I'm reminded of, <laughs> speaking of something that you needed to do some preparation for. Oh, come on, there was much? There was coloring and, and there was heat. And there was a time of baking and waiting, and then you yeah. had a shrinky dink at the end. And it's like what you got at shrinky dink. What you got at the end of shrinky dink was this inert little piece of plastic. It's yeah. like congratulations, it, I, it's a piece of garbage. A really crappy action figure. It's just you know what it is. It's a thing that exists, and it has one use, and the use might be fabrication, but the novelty to me goes by very quickly. Well, and I, so I, even when I was a kid, I could see making slime once for peer pressure and right. wondering what's going on with the world. Once I made the slime, it would, it would already have cat hair on it. <laughs> you know, it would have fallen on the ground, it yeah. would be brown, it would be weird and dry and, and jank, and I would walk away from it and I would never see it again. Beyond one use, I have witnessed kids just playing with it. Okay. So it, it, it's not just about making it, at least for some kids. And while I do think there's a lot of bullshit in the, like, oh, the fidget spinners helps concentration, like, I don't know. Look, I'm sitting here right now playing with this, this crap. But you like fidget spinners too. That's the thing. The sort of. The fidget spinner. We, I got tired of it pretty fast. It filled some small gap chemically. Yeah, and I, I like idly playing with stuff. And this is cool. It's fun. I mean, I'm right. pulling it apart. It looks like mozzarella. It looks lewd, people. It's a, it's I wish a, you could see this. It's a cool consistency. I mean, I don't want to make more, but I kind of like this. I definitely would have made it to try it. But now we're getting another topic. I was, as will not surprise any of you, as a child, I was male. <laughs> yeah, big big shocker there. Yeah. For some reason, this is almost entirely a phenomenon among young girls. Yeah, how about that, huh? And from what I can gather, so so the, the Wall Street Journal article talked to these 12-year-old girls who are making it and selling it, and they're saying, well, we're trying to sell more to boys, so we make it look like vomit, and they seem like that. And then I asked my nephews, who are, who are 13, uh, they were 12, I guess, at the time, I asked them, I said, hey, do kids at school like slime? And they said, yeah, the girls like slime. And I said, do any boys? And they said, well, this one friend of ours does a little. I think, yeah, you said peer pressure, try it, but I think pure peer pressure, I wouldn't be into it because that's something girls yeah, do. Yeah, no, that's true. So that I'll leads me that. to the question of why is this, a, apparently, yeah. overwhelmingly a girl thing. I mean, it's, I'm sure there are many exceptions, but overwhelmingly a girl thing. There's why nothing, do you think that is? Right, there's nothing gendered about it, which is the other no. thing. There's nothing gendered about it at all. The, the kitchen chemistry angle, it's almost like there's an element of home economics, what they used to call home economics, which, mm -hmm. you know, they had when we were in high school. We did some, we did some pretty rudimentary baking and sewing and right. things like that. You I, learned how to make eggs. And you may have learned how to make eggs, and I feel like that wound up being, that was trying to de-genderize something that had been de gendered right. so long 
The rule at my middle school was it used to be boys took shop and girls took home ec. And a few years before I started, they got rid of shop and everyone took home ec. Again, there was nothing gendered about either of those things other than what you bring to it, which is what well, makes me believe that. Other than tradition. Other yeah. than tradition, that's what I'm saying. Which makes me believe that there's something to the slime which means, I mean, and you think about why would slime, which is, you yeah. know, it's supposed to be a, an ooky boy's thing. There, there's slime. There's definitely a tradition of gross toys being a boy thing. Yeah, right. You know, there, there's a lot of gross toys over the mad balls and the case of worms I talked about. Yeah. You know, the grosser it was, there used to be a toy that was like boogers. It came in a little plastic yeah, nose boogers. and you pull them out. I think that was mostly boys who, who consumed it. Yeah. I, it's a question mark. I, I'm sure there's probably, someone could drive an answer, someone could probably drive a truck through the gap I have and the, what an easy answer would be that I'm just not able to draw about yeah. why this winds up being gendered so heavily one way or the other. Here are my guesses. My guesses, and I could be completely wrong about this, is among at least young kids, Instagram's more a girl thing than a boy thing. So there's that. So if that sure. fuels it. Yeah. The crafty thing definitely is definitely more female than male. I mean, certainly it's not like girls like chemistry more than boys. And as far as cooking goes, I know a lot of little boys who love watching cooking shows and like cooking. My yeah. nephews love cooking. It's become very ungendered. So cooking yeah. has become, especially among kids, has become, yeah, definitely very ungendered. So why is this? I mean, it could be kids of that age are trying to find out gender roles. And again, why did this get big? Because one kid put it on Instagram and it just caught fire. The right kids. So, right. right. Kid, so maybe yeah. early on, it just became a girl thing and that snowballs. And at a certain point, it's so indelibly branded as a girl thing that it's hard to get a boy to jump on board because he's 12 and he's finding a gender and he doesn't want to be girly and whatever. So it could just be happenstance. Next for the fun part, you're going to need a bunch of glitter. So I just grabbed all the pink glitter that I had and started adding it to the bowl. And I love this part so much because it's just so sparkly and magical. Do you think that slime is a sign of the apocalypse? Not, not literally, but the phenomenon of slime. No, not at all. And as I said before, this, uh, this makes me feel better about kids. Okay. I think slime's great. Yeah. I think slime's great. It gets the Noah Tarno seal of approval. Noah Tarno. He, he's, he's, he vacillates on every other point in life, except slime, he will come down conclusively yeah. one way or the no, other. I, you know, hey, going back a few of our topics, I have this is great. Death Note, I said, was great. Oh, yeah, sure, sure, What sure. else did I say was great? That was about it. I, I wasn't, no, well, this you... This is us. You like This Is Us. Well, I didn't think it, like, is going to make humanity better. Same thing with Minions. Like, I find them harmless and, right. and, and, you know, certainly not a net bad. But, yeah, this is, I, I don't know, I think this is cool. Yeah, I, you know, I, definitely it's not a sign of the apocalypse. Um, <laughs> Unless the slime becomes uh, sentient and eats us all, like the blob. But, like, some of the topics we cover on the show... Uh, it's not the apocalypse, but it's... it's well, we're it's being overdramatic, aren't It's we? confusing. Some of it is just confusing. It's harmlessly, benignly confusing. But this is why we're... This is why it's the Get Off My Lawn cast. Because <laughs> it, it annoys me, therefore it's wrong. I think it annoys... We're annoying. pretending we're conservatives. I, usually you could, be, you could be confused and annoyed by being confused. But I, in this case, I'm literally just baffled. You know, I, I have a feeling that one of our topics upcoming is going to be like video game playthroughs. That oh, kind of absolutely. And it's like this, like that, you know, just to dip a toe into that. Watching somebody do something that you yourself either can do, have done, or just did is strikes me as being weird. And it's but, like, and, and it's like, and I'm a guy who has watched, for a different reason, I watch video game playthroughs to get past as a tutorial. Right, and I think that's why people might watch slime making as videos tutorial. as, yeah, as like, oh, new techniques, new strategies. Yeah. I can't do this right, so it's cool to watch someone else do it. But it's it's but slime is so it's so random. It's so. Uh, I really want to eat this. It looks like really good mozzarella. Guys, he's putting it down his shirt right now. 
He's not, he's not doing that. Again, it's, there's no apocalypse to it, but I wonder, every time I see something, I always figure this is a bigger sign. And what we're just seeing is the small little bit of it that makes sense, but it refers back to a million other societal intersections. You know, is it, is it the fact that you have an online community the way we do? Is it the fact that, you know, genders are pushing, at, pushing and pulling at each other the way they are? But how is any of that new? Think of all the uh, stupid it's not. shit we loved when, our, when we were kids. It's not. When it's, the world was more gendered but than this, it is now. But this winds up, but this, this is almost so much more um, opaque. It's just, it's, it's just, it looks like, why this? Why this thing? Because why this? Slime? Because I know, because this, I have no better answer because than this. roll the bones, my friend. Anda seperti saya juga, gak sempat gitu bermain di luar kota. Nah, kita bermain aja di rumah, ya gak, Nick? Bermain ini nih, bermain slime. Bermain slime. Karena seru banget, kita juga akan mencoba membuat slime. Yes. So I feel like the last segment, it's gonna zip right through here. Literally, is our dislike based in jealousy? Well, since we're not, we don't really just, is your confusion based in jealousy? Mark. Is your why this no. based in jealousy of the slime phenomena, the slime nomenon? Slime nomenon. No. By the way, you know, I guess I guess Nickelodeon got there way before everybody else. Yeah, did, but huh? their slime was a different consistency, you know. So yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Poured on their head. Even the well, it depends. I mean, when yeah, the stuff they dropped on your heads, but then all the iconography looked yeah. like traditional glowing viscous slime there's rather a, than yeah, there's a question cheese. I ask uh, at a lot of events which is a book called Slime exclamation point chronicles the history of what cable TV network uh, yeah the no, slime became their brand yeah. started with you can't do that on television became their brand this slime is very different I would argue there's no real connection I mean it's not like kids these days are well I guess they are watching uh, Nickelodeon it was, but it was uh, Nickelodeon's fortunes are not what they used to be but yeah. the fact is that they, the Kids Choice Awards if they have those they still yeah. involve like throwing no. a bucket of bullshit Sl at slime George is, Clooney slime is the Nickelodeon bread which is great because it's fun and it's it, there's a naughtiness factor to it I, you know it, you remember like Double Dare like oh we get messy and it's okay mom yeah. and dad can't say I, no I, I would almost I mean I think somewhere semiotically the, the heraldry of, of Nickelodeon preserving the slime heraldry, heraldry. it's on their crest on their crew. The slime, cr the escutcheon, eleventh century house, house slime, house of house of, house of Alistair, nickel the, of Odeon. Yeah, <laughs> but I think that they, you know, if anything kept slime sort of bubbling or percolating in, in the conscience, it was the fact that slime was a consistent brand. It doesn't doesn't change any of my baffling at it about why this is sort of now and why you know this this has nothing to do with Nickelodeon this is its own so so wait getting back to it you're you're, you're not jealous no I, no I'm not jealous at all I I feel like this isn't something I wish I was more into you know just because I like it doesn't mean I can't be jealous of it that's and true as yeah. I say almost every time you know if it's big enough for us to be talking about it by definition I am somewhat jealous of it I don't know. I don't think I'm jealous of this. Yeah, you know, I, I, I like smart kids and anything that I think makes a kid smarter is good. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm not jealous. Why not? There's, think, there's no jealousy here. I think you're, you're adjusted enough, having met your parents and, and your siblings, you're adjusted okay. enough that slime isn't a threat existentially Slime is not a threat. Until it gains sentience and pulls <laughs> us through a, a garbage disposal. If you would like to find past episodes of our show, look on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher. Tweet us at at Noah and yeah. Bill Show. Write to us, old-fashioned email style, at noahandbilldon'tgetit at gmail.com. By the way, you, you, you mentioned the earlier episodes. If anyone is joining us for the first time, we referenced a few episodes today. We, referenced, we did ASMR, we did Lana Del Rey. Uh, Death Note. Death Note. Yeah. So yeah, we're up to, we're close to 20 episodes now. So. Check it out. Uh, listen. Let us know what you think. It's a little something for everyone. We're almost contend. at two million listeners. Really? No. Okay. I don't, I don't know how this crap works. <laughs> 
I'm a uh, neophyte to the podcast world. And our website is idontgetitpodcast.com. Yep. Uh, give us a review on iTunes, of course. That's Please, one we way beg to, you. Yeah, we do beg you. Uh, personally, I'm at William Scurry on Twitter, A.M. Caesar on YouTube, and my good friend Noah Tarno. At Noah Tarno, N-O-A-H-T-A-R-N-O-W, at Big Quiz Thing. Corporate yep. and private trivia events nationwide. Thank you. That's what this guy does. Yes. So, until another slimy, googly, wibbly episode. Yes. We've been, I don't get it. <laughs> A production of American Caesar Enterprises 2017.